Hi, and welcome to a Newscast Digest. Um, I don't really have a good name for this, but we're going to be doing this about twice a week, up now until E3, and then we'll, we'll see how it goes from there. But we're going to do like these 15-minute segments where we'll deliver the news to you. Right now, in midweek, right, right as now. it happens. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm your host for this one, Neil Ronahan, and with me is our news editor, Patrick Barnett. Hello, everyone. Um, so let's get started. The, the biggest news that has come out since last we spoke to you actually happened the, the morning after we recorded a, an emergency segment for Connectivity last week, and that's the Rayman Legends Wii U leak, which at this point I guess it's a little bit of old news because it has been about four or five days since it was revealed, but it's still super cool. Basically, there was this trailer that got leaked that shows off um, a trailer for the sequel to Rayman Origins, Rayman Legends, which, you know... Better graphics, more characters, more stuff to do in it. Looks like a pretty by-the-book sequel. But then the end of the trailer, they showed off some Wii U exclusive features, such as the, I mean, the, the Nintendo, like the, the girlfriend slash co-star mode, where someone is using the Wii U tablet to, like, move platforms in the game to help out the, the people that are playing. And then another thing where uh, you could use real-world items, sort of like Skylanders, and put them on, like, the screen of the Wii U tablet controller to bring them into the world. They showed a heart that then gave the, the in-game characters health, and they showed rabbit, a, a rabid character from, you know, Rayman Raving Rabbids, yeah. that then came in and was an enemy. And then they Which, teased... <laughs> why would you want to put an enemy in Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that's what's kind of weird about it. But it might just be more of a proof of concept, who knows? Yeah, yeah, I'd assume. And they also showed, uh, you know, this, this guy in apparently some kind of smoke-filled dungeon, um thinking about putting on uh, Ezio from Assassin's Creed into the game, which, that that seems bananas. But I'm I'm super excited for the possibility of this as a big Skylanders fan. How do you feel about it, Patrick? Um, well, if they do it the right way, then it's certainly going to be a good thing. But if for each individual game, like uh, if I had to buy eight figurines for Rayman Legends and then five more for Assassin's Creed 3, but if they do some kind of system where the figures from Rayman Legends will work in Assassin's Creed 3, like uh, the Ezio figurine. Yeah, no, I mean, that that would be really cool if they kind of had, I mean, publishers kind of had that umbrella over some of the Wii U stuff that they were doing. Yeah. I think that Nintendo will probably end up going the card route with all this. I mean, we'll probably see some figures, but I think as far as what it means for Nintendo as a developer, you can already see what they're doing with AR cards and the Kid Icarus stuff that I think they might go with the kind of stuff where it's like a card with a chip inside of it or something. But who knows? Um, it's, it's very exciting. It's and, interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, we should be seeing a lot more of that game at E3, which is, at this point, we're almost closing in on less than a month, which is crazy pants. Speaking of which, we got a confirmation just hours ago that the Nintendo of America E3 press conference is confirmed to be on the same same time, same place, same date, as it always is. And that is the Tuesday that E3 begins, which this year is on June 5th, and their press conference will start at 9 a.m. Not really too interesting, exactly where it was last time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still very excited for it. Uh, uh, it's, it's bigger news for me since I'm actually yeah. going to be there this year. Yeah, for, for Patrick, things are starting to get real when it comes to E3, which is, which is very exciting and probably makes everyone who's listening want to punch us in the throat. But, I mean, it's, it's going to be a big one, guys. It's going to be the, the the Wii U blowout. Last year was was kind of interesting with the reveal of Wii U, but this is this is going to be bananas. Do you think they're going to do the same thing they did with the uh, 3DS blowout, where they just 
actually walk it around and show it off to everyone. See, that's what I, I mean, just, just to catch up people, people who aren't familiar with it, two years ago, well, I guess as long as I've gone to E3, which this will be my fourth, um, the first year that I went was kind of the first year when it, when it came back up to prominence, because 2006 was a, was a blowout year, and then it kind of went into a hole for two years. But they had this thing where at the end of the press conference, they had just, like, TVs popped out of the ground, and they, they showed off, I think it was like Wii Sports Resort, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, stuff like that. Year yeah. after, for 3D, for the 3DS reveal, they had things like TVs pop out of the ground and playing Skyward Sword, and then they had the, the 3DS babes, which was probably like a hundred, a hundred well-dressed women out with like these, these 3DS chastity belts on, like going <laughs> off and showing them off to people. I mean, it was just, it was just basically a, a proof of the 3d effect of it but that was really cool and then last year what they did instead of having it actually be in the area where the press conference the theater where the press conference t- took place they had tents outside where they had you know, a bunch of 3ds stations set up so i don't really know what they would do this year i have a feeling they'll do the same thing as right now it's become a trend and i think what we'll probably see is stuff pop out of the ground up by the by the by the stage and they'll be showing off the wii u I, I don't yeah. know if we'll get that that 3DS presence because I mean well, well we'll definitely have big 3DS games. The focus of that show is going to be Wii U. Now I I just had an idea because they can they might be able to show off the uh, connectivity between the controller and the TV. How you can send the game right to the controller. So yeah. maybe they'll just have like some offside room just filled with piles of consoles, and they'll bring out the the girls <laughs> again attached to just the controllers. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I think a lot of what they're going to do depends on what else they're going to reveal about Wii U and, yeah. you know, what else is up their sleeve, if they're going to have any changes for it. But who knows? That was the, just the my future, grand vision. <laughs> the future is a wonderful thing. So then Nintendo of America coming off of last week where uh, Satoru Iwata, the Nintendo president, spoke to investors about how Nintendo games, retail games, will now be coming to digital download stores as well. The big example being New Super Mario Brothers 2, which will be coming day and date to retail outlets as both a physical copy and a digital download both on the eShop and as a, a just a code that you can buy at a store. Nintendo of America commented on this last week, saying that the majority of first-party games will be available for download, and they're working out a plan for third parties right now. So it seems like third parties will have the option to do the digital download route, but Nintendo hasn't really like set in stone how that's all going to work. I imagine it'll probably end up something similar to the Vita store, where there is the option to lower the price, but you still have some companies that just have it as the same price as buying the physical copy. For yeah. example, Mortal Kombat on Vita is forty dollars both on the Vita store or on the on the PlayStation store and as a physical product. I don't know if there's too much more to say about that. I mean, no. just Nintendo of America commenting on what we've already discussed death to a degree. It's just download titles and it's gonna be it'll be interesting to see what route they take and I guess we'll know more at E three. Seems to be the trend. Uh, La Mulana, a WiiWare game that's a, a port of a, a pretty cool-looking indie game um, that you're basically like an Indiana Jones character in this kind of brutal Metroidvania-style game. It's been canceled. It was supposed to come to WiiWare. I believe it's been on release list for the past three or four years. Um, Ni- the publisher Nicholas, who you might know is the people who seem to be announcing a new project every other week, as they have, you know, another version of Cave Story. God, I forget what else they're, re- they're releasing a lot. Eek-chan on DSiWare. Um, 1001 spikes for Wii U and 3DS. But Nicholas came out and made the comment that they are not going to be publishing this game on WiiWare. It does not make sense for them anymore because WiiWare sales are terrible. And a big part of the reason why it happened, according to Nicholas, is that 
the developer Nagoru could never really make a game that was suitable for release by Nintendo standards. And that doesn't mean like the game was terrible or anything, but that means it probably had bugs and they didn't quite work everything out. I know the game was actually released in Japan, and it was supposed to come with downloadable content in Japan, and I think they worked that out, but they got very wrapped up in how the DLC was going to work in North America and Europe, and that's what uh, Tyrone Rodriguez from Nicholas kind of said was one of the big factors as why it didn't work out. But... Interestingly enough, uh, Nagoru was completely blindsided by this, apparently, as they tweeted, um, you know, a couple hours after this news got broken, about, you know, they, they were taken aback, they will have a formal announcement soon, but they didn't really expect it to be delivered in this this manner. That's a mess. Could it eventually come to the Wii U eShop, possibly? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I, I think they've talked about how Steam is probably a likely landing spot for it. Um, I'd love to see it come to Wii U, and... As long as Nicholas and Nigoru's, um, as long as their working relationship isn't, you know, torn asunder by this, I could definitely see that happening. Maybe it'll, this announcement will push Nigoru to get their act together and actually finish it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was always interested in that game, and it's kind of a bummer that's not going to come out on a platform that I can actually, you know, write about it and play it guilt-free. But, uh, yeah, so going down the list, new Club Nintendo games for the month of May were announced. Um, these are the reward games that, for a pretty meager cost, you can get, and they are downloadable games. So for 150 Club Nintendo Funny Money Coins, you can get <laughs> Art Style Picto Bits, uh, which is a DSiWare game, although you can only get it on 3DS. And this game is fantastic. If you haven't gotten it, I highly recommend you go get it. After all, it's virtually free. It's just an opportunity cost that is well worth giving up, as Picto Bits is awesome, awesome uh, chiptune music and pretty cool like Tetris-esque gameplay that uh, is pretty novel, and it's developed by Skip, who I, I kind of love, mainly for the art-style games. The next game is 3D Classics Urban Champion, which I don't know if I can really recommend. It's kind of fun. Uh, I guess it's cool. I wouldn't pay money for it, but maybe 150 coins, and this is one of the 3D classics that everyone scratched their head over, kind of wondering why it came out. The the next two are WiiWare games. You can get Snowpack Park, which is a kind of minigame collection, with a, with a snow theme, if, if you can believe that. That's 150 coins. That game's also developed by Skip, so it's by the art style guys, even though it's not necessarily an art style game. I believe the screenshot had penguins in it, and that just yes. sells it for me. Yeah, I mean, penguins, <laughs> snowpack park, mini games, yeah, you can kind of guess. Um, supposedly it's pretty cool. The last game is Eco Shooter, which is an intelligent systems first-person shooter. I think it's a rail shooter, and that's available for 200 coins. I was always kind of interested in this game, but I never checked it out. Have you checked out any of these games before? I have not checked out any of them, but I am interested in getting PictoBits now. You should totally get PictoBits. It's fantastic. I have all these coins just sitting around. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of hoping that there was something a little more interesting. But I, I, I might break down and get Snowpack Park or Eco Shooter if I'm if I'm just bored and have the Wii open. But with Xenoblade, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just glad that Nintendo's continuing to support this monthly yeah. change in... It's not like it's died out, kind of like the eShop has. Um, the next news that we have is some more Mario Tennis Open stuff. I guess first I'll lead by saying that there's a new color of the 3DS coming out on May 20th, which is when Mario Tennis Open comes out. It's Midnight Purple. So if you wanted a GameCube-looking 3DS, now's the time to buy. That's shiny. The, the big news coming out of Mario Tennis Open is that 
new characters will be unlocked through QR codes. And the way the press release was worded kind of made it seem that there will be some characters that will only be obtainable through QR codes. There will be some that you'll be able to get through just regular gameplay, and some that you can only get through QR codes. Right now, I believe the, the three unlockable characters that they confirmed are uh, Aluma from Super Mario Galaxy, Dry Bowser, which is, you know, Skeleton Bowser, and uh, Baby Mario. And Baby Peach was also revealed at Nintendo Direct the other week. How does a Luma play tennis? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you can actually watch a video that Jared Rosenberg took at PAX East where he's showing off the Galaxy Rally uh, special game that has a Luma returning your shots. So mm. he, he floats around, I guess, and has a racket <laughs> and one star hand, swings it, All right. hits a ball. <laughs> uh, we also got some more details about uh, Street Pass. You can exchange clothes for your me and, uh, and other items. Uh, you can also play against or with a computer-controlled version of the character that you or the person that you street pass. So you can either play them in a regular match or uh, play some ring shot cooperatively with their their computer-controlled ghost. Um, and we're we're running out of our 15-minute time, so I'm just going to kind of run through this last bit. And that's Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed is coming to 3DS at the end of this year. Uh, this has been heavily rumored for a while. And something that's still heavily rumored is a Wii U version, which uh, we have a, a news story kind of going over a couple of quotes from interviews from a producer on the game that's just basically like, <laughs> we can't say anything, but we, we know what you mean. <laughs> so that's our first, uh, I guess, NWR Connectivity News Digest or Newscast Digest. I don't really know what we're calling it. Uh, we'll take we'll take offers for names if you want to write that into connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com and also send us any feedback. We'd love to hear from you. All right, see you see you uh, in a couple days. Bye. See ya.